0: Hello and welcome to the Collecting Heroes podcast. I'm your host JD, the collector of collectors, and this is the place where I interview pop culture collectors from around the world. Today's been a bit of a funny day. I have a cat, and this is going into a bit of my personal life. I have a a cat who unfortunately was sick and I had to go to the vets with, and it meant that I had to push back and delay the recording of this podcast by an hour. But I'm very happy to say that my guest that I'm having on today was very flexible and understanding. But it seems that cats are the theme of the day uh, because his name is Francisco Ramirez. He is from Phoenix, Arizona, and he is actually a Catwoman collector. Francisco, thank you for being on the show. Thank you for having me on the show. (laughs) And uh, I I nearly butchered the intro there. Um, I'm going to edit it out, but but I, I... actually almost called you robert and i have no idea who robert ramirez is <laughs> but my brain has just been all over the place because of obviously being back and forth with the vets and stuff today but once again oh, yeah. thank you uh very much for being flexible and understanding um of no your- problem and actually people like sometimes call me which where i i don't
1: get like but they call me Fern uh fernando oh. which i'm like francisco there's a huge city
0: san francisco that
1: like i mean you can reference so.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, And Francisco. Yeah, of course. Yes, I didn't even make the there. That that makes a lot of sense. But I'll I'll try and get your name correct. for oh, the, yeah. the, of the episode. Uh, so Francisco, as a, again, thank you for being the show. Catwoman collector. Um, I've been following you since I went back and had a look. I've been following you since about May of last year, so more than a year. Uh, before I okay. actually asked you to be on the show. So I I've been a fan of your page. I am obviously a Batman collector myself, um, as most people who follow the podcast know, and anyone who's seen my Instagram knows. And so as soon as I saw a Catwoman collector, I had to had to follow you. And you have a really awesome collection. The way I always start with this, I, I, I'm a Batman fan, you're a Catwoman fan. What was your story? What was your origin story as a collector and as a Catwoman fan? How, where did that all come from?
1: Well, I mean, I would say that it it's like two stories that kind of like intertwined. Okay. Um, the first story, I would say, um, always growing up, I always believed that women were more powerful than men, uh, uh-huh. and this pretty much again like on um on games like uh video games i would always pick the the girl the girl character because i mean i don't know i just felt that to beat someone with like that has strength you have to kind of like know and be very tactical when fighting yeah. like if it's yeah, like a fighting sense. game yeah and so i've always really like always picked uh the woman character and growing up in a Hispanic household, my parents never really said anything but cousins and just like family members. Uh, A boy doesn't collect women toys or like women action figures because that's for a girl. And Uh so I grew up with that mentality. And so every time that I would go to the store, I would kind of like try to throw in an action figure, like a woman action figure. And like I said, my parents never said anything, but it was just more of a subconscious thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it wasn't until the the Batman Returns uh, movie that I had my awakening. And I was like, wow, like Michelle Pfeiffer was just amazing as Catwoman in that movie. So I think it was that that I just, I, I knew that I was gonna start collecting Catwoman
0: well, I don't think anyone would argue saying that Michelle Pfeiffer was amazing as Catwoman in Batman yes. Returns, especially me. I am a massive Michael Keaton uh, Batman fan, you know, that is from my childhood going and watching those those in the cinema. And, uh, yeah, seeing Michelle Pfeiffer, I was blown away as, as well, yes. uh, just as an actress. She's a great actress. Um, but playing that character, it, it's just been iconic. And now more than 30 years on, it's still iconic as well yes I totally agree and so your collection started very early then so it started back before 92 or around that time
1: I would say like I mean when I say collection I'm talking about like the McDonald's like um Batman the series uh Catwoman and then the the little like Batman Returns Catwoman but it wasn't until I would say maybe 10 years ago that I decided to actually go full on and actually purchase more of the the more expensive like action figures and statues. So okay. I would say like an actual like collection. Probably it's been like ten years.
0: That's that's fair. That's fair. And uh, you've amassed quite the collection in the ten years, from what I've seen of of, of your your. Uh, I'll call it the cat cave. Um, <laughs> so the do you have a name for for the collection room?
1: I don't have a name for the collection room because I collect Catwoman. My partner collects Robin. So oh. I can't really call it just like the Catwoman room because uh like it technically wouldn't be just a Catwoman room. I'm trying but, to come
0: uh, up with names. Uh the, the Gotham Gallery, uh something. I, I don't know. Well maybe the Gotham Den. Hmm. yeah yeah Yeah, i like that (laughs) (laughs) well i mean i obviously call my collection room the bat cave being a batman fan um (laughs) but i i I affectionately refer to them as fan caves um you know as well because so many different people collect and so many different types of collectors but that's really cool to know that your partner also collects robin tell me just briefly tell me a little bit about was the collection thing something that you guys fell in love to together or how did, how does that work like was he collected before he met you or during his time with you? he did
1: he actually did collect uh Robin before he we we met uh his nickname was the Wonder Boy or whatever like Robin is called oh. boy Wonder <laughs> yeah that, that's what it is uh, yeah so that's what yeah he was called that as a nickname um and so he had his collection. And so I sort of like merged my collection with his.
0: Okay, nice. And do you know roughly, uh, how many Catwoman pieces you're up to right now? And, I, and I'll actually ask this as a bit of it. Like, we'll talk about this afterwards, but I know that you don't necessarily buy one of most items. Yeah. You you're someone who, who tends to buy duplicates of everything, but I the, the things that you have got on display, how many would you say that you've got on display?
1: so I try to uh take a picture of just the item and I try to do just uh the one picture of the one item and Mm -hmm. I believe in my on my profile it says like over 500 and I know that I haven't taken pictures of other things so I'm guessing probably like maybe 600 things
0: Wow. Wow. That's, that's a pretty impressive collection. I know my, my own collection, I, I remember telling someone once that it was over 300 items, but I think I'm probably getting closer to that four or 500 yeah. mark as well. And I know how much space that can take up with the, as I mentioned, so you've got about 600 potentially on mm-hmm. display, but you tend to buy duplicates of yeah, everything. <laughs> yeah. So is that a hard and fast rule for most items or it, it's just anything you can get from the store? Um, but obviously, cause they, I know that, you know, if you've got grail items or older items, it can be harder yeah. to source and sometimes you can be paying a premium. So how do you get around that? Um, when you're trying to collect two of everything?
1: So, like you said, most of the time I'm paying that premium, uh, amount for those grail items. Yep. I kind of like started to do, uh, for the statues, just the one statue, because mm-hmm. I mean, technically like it's in it's in a box you're not going to really see it so for the most part I would say like statues I have one of but anything other than a statue it's probably two of them and yeah I have to like end up like sometimes uh looking for them on either eBay Mercari or Mm -hmm. any of those websites
0: okay okay and it it must take up a lot of storage space how how do you go about the storage because I'm im imagining stuff that's on display are you someone who keeps the boxes for those as well yeah
1: so i always <laughs> thought that like in my head <laughs> that it made sense but now that i like that i'm looking at the room i'm like maybe it doesn't really make sense and i understand why people only collect one i just thought that it would be really interesting to kind of have like the actual the action figure in front of the packaging to kind of mm-hmm. like see the packaging and also the action figure or the whatever that's like um like the little toy so i thought that it would look really interesting and so i do that so they that the whoever goes um to the room they're able to see like the packaging and also the action figure toy
0: okay okay i i well i mean in some cases the um especially some of those older figures and things the, the packaging was really cool you know yeah. um it, you can get a bit of bland packaging in some cases i think the um mcfarland's toys while i while i like them i find that in some cases the the front packaging tends to be a bit bland uh, on its its own i know that they usually sometimes have artwork on the back that if you were to turn the packaging around you know it's got some cool artwork sometimes it reflects the character but but yeah i think think that uh, sorry yeah that's okay you go
1: and I think also for the most part, there are a lot of action figures that come in different packaging. It's the same exact toy, um, mm-hmm. but they come in different action. I mean, especially like in the '90s, where you had like like sets of toys where it's the same exact toy, but you have mm-hmm. it like with a Robin and with a Batman or with all of the the Rogue Gallery. So because of that, I like the packaging. So yes it's the same toy and i could potentially just have it display but it's not really showing all the other packagings like the variants
0: yeah that's that that makes sense that makes sense the um there was actually an item when i was talking was thinking about um the duplicates when i was scrolling through your instagram and looking through some of your older posts i, I noticed one from a little while ago of the swarovski Catwoman. Yeah. And i was and i was just thinking because i literally only last night was looking at um through facebook marketplace and someone had the batman version for sale okay. for okay. about mm, i would say 30 percent less than what the retail was on it okay. and i was and i was looking at it and i, I was semi tempted, but obviously yeah. the, the price is still <laughs> quite i think it was still yeah. over 500, <laughs> 500 um for that here in australia but is that something you you doubled up on or do you also have a, a bit of a rule in terms of finances like if it's more than 50 or a hundred dollars I'm not getting a duplicate of it so
1: I think that now I'm more inclined to do something that has like um that has the the clear packaging yep uh and do that as a double but if it's anything that has like a box, just like a normal box, because the Swarovski does only come with a box. Yeah, of uh, so you, if So you wouldn't be able to really see what's inside. So I decided because of like the room situation uh, uh-huh. or in the, the space situation that I'm only doing clear packaging.
0: Yeah, that, that so makes sense. So the Swarovski it was just one. <laughs> Yeah, well, you did mention also with the statues as well, like not doing the statues, but I thought because that was a smaller one, whether or not you would have doubled yep. up on that. Um, but, yes, space is the enemy of collectors. Yeah, you're going yes. say it all the time on the podcast. <laughs> um, let's go, let's tile it back to a bit of the history of Catwoman. So I, I tend to sometimes, um, you know, I try and do a bit of a, a dive into the history of the, the either the franchises or the characters that I'm talking to people of and do a little bit of research. Um, and and it's always good because I love to learn new things myself. And, you know, if I can learn things about characters that I, I've liked myself, it's always it's great. And sometimes I'll do a pop quiz. I don't have a pop quiz for you today, so you, okay, you're perfect. off the hook there. <laughs> but, but I just wanted to go through. So one of the things I noticed was um, the first appearance was in Batman number 1, 1940. And at the time, she was Selena Kyle, so she wasn't actually Catwoman in the first couple of issues that she came out. Um, She was presented as a femme fatale, essentially just a romantic interest who was a burglar and jewel thief. Um, So it wasn't until uh, number three, I believe, is that she actually gets. Well, she becomes the cat yes yes so <laughs> yeah. she she becomes the cat not the cat not cat woman but the cat and she has literally what looks like a furries like yeah <laughs> with, with, with a cat with a cape off the back of it um yeah try stealing a
1: diamond whatever with that costume <laughs> <laughs>
0: or actually it's something it's, it also reminds me of, like something that they might wear in that that tv show if you've seen it the masked singer something like oh, they yes, might exactly. have on there as well. <laughs> that's what it reminds me of and I was like yes yeah, so, like imagine trying to get around in that thing it's, it looks so big do you have any items of the cat in your in your collection at all I don't I don't
1: um I also like to do a lot of uh, custom items because um yeah. I feel like as and I, and I get it. I mean, if you have a a toy manufacturing uh, company, you're gonna want to like you're gonna want to make toys that encompass a bigger a bigger group of people. And I get of that. Uh, yes. But sometimes I feel like we don't get the items, or at least as a Catwoman um, collector, the items that I would want to. I mean, it's very rare to kind of like see. Uh, a Kit's action figure. And we got one from like McFarlane, like just recently. Uh But other than that, like, it's kind of like rare. And so, no. So sometimes I try to make my own uh, Catwoman. And so right now I'm trying to make, I'm not sure if you, um... I I know I'm gonna like massacre the the name of the company, but I wanna say it's Mezco. Oh yeah, I know. know, I, I, but I, I actually don't think it's Mezco it's the it's the company that came out with those like 1970 action figures I don't know if you oh know like uh
0: Mego yes yes Mego yeah I believe yeah. that's what they called Mego and so
1: uh we don't I mean I have like many figures of those so I'm actually uh making a couple of those figures with like Barbies and like actually cause I sew also so oh, cool. actually sewing like the costumes and everything
0: nice so you're are you going to try and design your own the cat i i'm um, um, yeah hopefully <laughs> nice i definitely I, I definitely want to see a photo of that if 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 you do you have to make sure to you post a photo or even to send me a photo because i'm really curious to see that uh, mm-hmm. i think they, that you know someone should do an action figure of, of that the original first version b- before she came catwoman um yeah also right. looking the other thing that was sort of interesting to me as well was her history is pretty horrific when you actually yeah. go back into the, the history of, of, of Selena Kyle as well um you know as a young girl and and, and a, a trigger warning for anyone listening I I'll try to keep this you know as as, as low-key as possible but her parents both die when when she's young her mother first takes her life and then her father dies from essentially drinking himself to death and takes it out on her um and then she goes through essentially being in like i think in a foster system um and and learning gymnastics and then putting that all into to work as as a thief and so her road going through there and then even the the Frank Miller version where she was uh, essentially a dominatrix but she had this controlling abusive pimp um yeah she's just the her origin story in a lot of times is very traumatic. Um, even you look at the Michelle Pfeiffer, what happened to her, you know, in order for exactly. her to become Catwoman. Is that, I, I just, like, is that something that you, when you talk to other collectors or Catwoman people, do you guys tend to sort of go into that lore behind her? Uh, is that something that, that's a conversation piece, or do you tend to sort of, like, steer away from from the origins of her?
1: um i think that um well i really think that i mean same thing with like batman something bad has to happen for you to kind of like become that hero that you're sort of like wanting yeah so i think that like i mean you can't really talk about Catwoman without actually really talking about her origin story. And like you said, Uh I mean, she has like multiple origin stories and of course, like they're all pretty horrible. Um, But most of the time it's just kind of like what she did with it and where she's at and how like she kind of like used what she she knew to kind of be able to sort of like take care of her and also take care of like other, like the other people. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, she has like the other people that she takes care of she kind of takes that motherly sort of like role and kind of like takes care of other people that have also gone through traumatic moments or traumatic things
0: yeah and i think that's that's a great thing to reflect on as her as a character is she's kind of like this robin hood almost um yeah Gotham city like where she's she's stealing from the rich and using that money to give back to the people in the streets and and, exactly. and everything and that's that's I think that's really cool and also just that whole female empowerment the fact that she's didn't let those things destroy her she used them and became a stronger person and and was able to 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 yeah like you said transform that into good for other people as well and and so even though she's listed as a villain technically in Gotham she's kind of that anti-hero at the same time Exactly and I mean how bad of a villain can she be if batman and spoiler for anyone who doesn't know but (laughs) batman goes and marries her eventually yeah um you know because they obviously a few years back now they did have the comic arc where where they actually got married and you know she's been a romantic interest of him for so long that that was almost bound to happen i guess at some points some someone was going to write that into the story somewhere right exactly yeah exactly and
1: then also kind of like piggybacking on what you were saying i also feel like she's very human uh and how she's written because i mean no no human is completely good or completely bad and so she's right in the middle and so i mean you have like villains that are like just bad because they're bad or Mm -hmm. you have like batman that's good because he's good Mm -hmm. but i mean being in that like kind of like human where like you do things for yourself but you also do things for the, for somebody else is also mm-hmm. very important as well
0: yeah that's correct and the other thing is she also has had a hard and fast rule which batman didn't start start with but uh, eventually adopted where she yeah. won't kill right where yeah. um so she she has always had that in her dna as, as in her character that she wouldn't kill people um it was only i believe there's an earth 2 version I found when I was doing the research who actually does kill people and, and um, but otherwise for the most part, she, she never kills. That's the that, that hard and fast rule. And I think that's probably one of the reasons why she's never crossed that line that Batman also has a, as a line, right. So that they can,
1: exactly.
0: they can have an understanding there as well. Uh, so, so many different versions, obviously like so many different versions in comic book um, through the history of there, as I was talking about more than 80 years work uh and there was also now so many versions on the big screen you know on tv and in cinema as well so thinking about that we've had uh is it julie Newmar, um uh eartha kit who was the other i'm trying to think the other one lee merriweather yep yeah. um and then we've had uh we've had michelle pfeiffer we've had um anne hathaway and so we've we don't had, about I, was, Haley. I was i was i was about, about to say i was about to say i actually jumped one there but yeah, yeah <laughs> we did we have hailey berry <laughs> yeah. um and obviously uh now uh, zoe kravitz, zoe kravitz and, and i'm forgetting the girl's name from gotham do you do you remember I, Cam- cameron something
1: yes i, I don't like I, I could never really say her last name, but yeah cameron
0: yeah ca- ca- i'm pretty, pretty sure her first name is cameron i believe so so many different versions obviously you mentioned falling in love with the michelle pfeiffer do you have is michelle pfeiffer your favorite version um or do you have another favorite version of her from from the on screen it's, it's a little hard because i kind of feel like everybody
1: that's played catwoman even i mean even um halle berry um, i feel like they've brought something to the character that other yeah. that, that another actress didn't and so it's kind of hard to to say that I have a favorite one, um, I mean I think that Michelle Pfeiffer, because of like her iconicness of yeah. like of her like portraying Cat Catwoman, um, and I think that it's also like nostalgia. I mean, uh-huh. it was the first Catwoman that I fell in love with. Uh-huh. But I mean, I also love Eartha Kitt. I mean, I love what um, I, what she stood for as an actress and like how hard of a life she had. And I mean I know mm. I know it's not really like Catwoman, it's more of like the actress, but I still yes. love uh her the kid. Um I mean I just like I think I just love all of them.
0: Would you would you be able to rate like a top 3? Um
1: probably if if,
0: if, I, if I had to force if I had to force you into it, I'm going I'm going to force you into it. If you had to pick a top <laughs> 3, who would be your top 3? And they don't have to be in any specific order, but if you picked the top 3, what would they be?
1: okay so probably let's start with three i would say three is probably julie Newmar, nice. um also because of like what she sort of stood for as an actress or as a person so mm-hmm. i would say um julie Newmar, um eartha kitt number two and mm-hmm. michelle pfeiffer number one
0: Nice. Yes. Okay. So, yeah, so the 66 ones are really um, ring true with you as well. You you obviously yes. love those portrayal of them. Yeah. And, and those outfits are really cool. It was actually really cool to see um, Anne Hathaway's character when she portrayed it Catwoman. It, it really looked like a. it was really her outfit was hearkening back to that original um, 66 version as well.
1: And a lot of people don't like her as Catwoman. I really do like her. I really did like the whole like goggles sort of kind of converting into like those like almost like ears.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: so I thought that it was like kind of like pretty geniusly done. um So yeah, so I agree as well. And it's funny because I went to a Comic Con a couple of years ago. I want to say it was like 2016. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were auctioning one of the Catwoman um, like cat suits. Mm-hmm. i was actually used in the show and i was tempted but it was like starting bid was like seven thousand dollars or something like Oh, that. so i was like yeah probably <laughs> not
0: <laughs> wow yeah no that's uh that's definitely uh that's how that could buy a whole collection for some people really. exactly <laughs> <laughs> but i mean also having that one amazing centerpiece of your collection would would be great do you have a favorite grail item that's in your collection i was actually
1: i sort of like manifested this question uh because i was thinking about it i'm like if they ask what would i say and i can't (laughs) think of anything like i mean i think i probably do um i have a couple of uh prototypes i mean i don't know like i don't know what would be the item
0: okay okay do you prefer now like if you were to take your collection in a certain way, would you be more towards the action figures or the statues? Um, Probably statues, mm-hmm.
1: which is funny because when I first started with the collection, I said, no statues, only action figures. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's sorta of kinda of like going that way where it's like more statues, less um, action figures. Um, but yeah, I think that like, I mean, you get some of these statues that are just gorgeous and that have like almost like the like the the same likeness as the actress. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, probably like statues. I do want, and I think I will. I'm not gonna say anything, but I I know I'm gonna get it. It's that big uh, life size of Anne Hathaway. I don't know if you've seen it. Usually, like if you go to like any movie theater or anywhere Mm -hmm. they usually have that statue
0: okay like an actual like one of the um the what do you call them like fiberglass style kind of statues
1: kind of yeah yeah exactly like it's it doesn't look like her but i i I am gonna get one of those one of these days
0: (laughs) and how much do they average when you when you so see
1: them when i first saw it i think i want to say it was like around four thousand dollars and <laughs> now with like everything being so expensive i think it's like now hitting the six thousand dollar mark
0: well wow, you you almost you you almost should have bought that um that outfit at comic-con <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> at least i could have
1: said that like one of the actors that, that was catwoman actually wore the outfit
0: <laughs> And what's actually, so let's go back to the um, the convention thing you were talking about, because mm-hmm. I think it's always interesting, um, you know, as collectors when we can get out and get in amongst, you know, fellow collectors at conventions and places like that as well. What's the, the convention that you would tend to go to? Is there one in Phoenix that, that you tend to go to there? Because I know in some cases, for certain characters and other people, they might have specific groups or, or meetups as well.
1: Well, typically we do the San Diego Comic Con. Okay, nice. um, yeah, so I mean, it's a couple of hours away from us, and so it's not like it's not as crazy as other. I mean, we've met people from like Brazil and people from like other parts of the world, so it's like really close to us. So typically, we do that one, and okay. then this, uh, we're actually doing uh New York Comic Con uh in a couple of months.
0: Oh, perfect, perfect. I've actually, and anyone who listens to the podcast knows that I, 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 I keep and I'll, eventually I'll get over it. But but the fact that I had uh, tickets to the 2020 Comic-Con San Diego and, and that trip unfortunately didn't happen. Oh, no. To, to reasons that we obviously we know. But I do plan to one day get back and go to San Diego. And I was talking to my girlfriend about it because I was also thinking about New York because New York okay. is pretty iconic in, in terms of the, the US conventions. And I think she would much prefer, because the time of the year as well, Obviously, being San Diego, the amount of people, middle of the summer. Um, she, I think, she would pre- prefer that we went to New York. So I, I'm, I'm kind of leaning towards 2025. I may end up at New York Comic Con. So I don't know yet. Uh, it's not locked in, but, but I definitely would love to, to get to that as well.
1: Well, this is our first time going, and we've met people that have gone to both of them, and like you said, a lot of them prefer the New York Comic Con but because yeah. we don't know anything better. Like, I mean, obviously like that's the one that we typically go to. Uh, so we're excited. We're excited to see the difference. I mean, it's definitely gonna be a difference because uh, we also go to the one here in Phoenix and it's nothing compared to like the San Diego Comic-Con. So we're kind of excited to sort of see that, that comparison between New York and San Diego Comic-Con. What I will say though, is that it's not as bad as you would think, I mean, San Diego, uh doesn't get hotter than like 80 degrees I'm not sure
0: okay so yeah it's gonna be about oh that's still high 20s I think that's about close to 30 degrees here Uh, I'm not sure
1: okay uh well it doesn't get hot and you're next to the next to the ocean and so there's that ocean breeze so yes inside sometimes it can kind of get a little stuffy but I, I would, I mean, it's not as bad as you would think.
0: Okay. It's All not right. as bad as
1: here in Phoenix. I mean, we get like weather here. <laughs> and Like I said, once again, like I, I don't have, have like the, the conversion, but we get weather here. Like I think we had a couple of 119 degree, like uh, Fahrenheit here uh, days. Well, and so it definitely
0: gets really hot in like here in Phoenix. Well, I mean, we did initially uh, before we started recording i asked if you were a phoenix suns fan and obviously you don't you don't name your uh, your basketball team the suns unless <laughs> exactly <laughs> i mean you it's kind of um, like the, the pits the of hell almost from the heat <laughs> exactly
1: and the women's uh, basketball team is the mercury so yes. right
0: there tells you that like it's it's hot here <laughs> <laughs> when so how many times have you been to san diego come on
1: um i want to say that it's been maybe five six years oh nice
0: what's your favorite item that you picked up
1: um well i can tell you what was my favorite item that i didn't pick up (laughs) and i still regretted it was this uh louise royo um catwoman she it was like a it was an exclusive to that comic-con and I remember seeing it and being like, oh, $250 is kind of expensive for a statue. Because it's mm. a, instead of a, I'm not sure how familiar you are with it, but the typical no. one is black and then this one's purple. Okay. Um, so I was like, I'll just probably buy it on like on eBay or maybe like at another convention. Oh, no, no I it cost now. <laughs> and I haven't seen it. And then it oh. was like, I think it was like last night, I believe, that I saw one for almost $700 and I'm like I should have gotten the $250 one
0: (laughs) yeah yeah I I understand it's that that FOMO sometimes kicks in but then also sometimes where you are like I'm I don't want this right now or this doesn't fit within my collection and then all of a sudden you know it's funny you talk about before how you weren't going to have statues in your collections and, and we yeah. kind of cross that line sometimes as collectors where we're like oh I'm not going to collect this thing and then all of a sudden one of those things makes it to your collection next thing you've got a whole shelf <laughs> a version exactly. of those things <laughs> um or there yeah I don't like that item I, I was the same way with Funko Pops once upon a time the very first time I saw Funko Pops in the shop I was like eh like uh yeah they didn't they didn't really do much for me like and then And then I got one and then I got another one like, and I I got, I got them as gifts. My first couple that I got really were gifts. And then I, I was like, oh, I picked up, um, a certain one that I was like, oh, that, that's a cool one. Like I actually like that version of Batman. So I picked up that version and then I was like, well, I've got a few of them now. I might as well get some more of them. And then it just became a thing like, and, and now I've got like a couple hundred, I think close to 300 just in Funko pops. Um, like, but that's including other characters like Joker and stuff as well um I feel
1: like they got better also like I mean I'm not like I'm not gonna diss on the original Funkos uh but as like as it progressed I feel like they got better like I mean they got sort of like I don't know I I mean I I don't know what other word to use than like
0: better (laughs) yeah no no they did have like I mean the earlier versions of Batman were very much um the same sort of mold just done in different colors and things you know, whereas now they do have a bit more of an action pose to them and stuff. I mean, the way that Funko has gone as a company, it's been up and down in the last couple of years, like in terms of like, Mm -hmm. sometimes it's been good. Sometimes it's been bad with things they produce. And then obviously they've had their own internal struggles. And I've spoken about this on a, on a previous uh, episode with collector Marisol that I had on um, about issues they had where they had to lay off people and stuff and, Mm -hmm. It's hard when they're trying to get to you know they're going past that billion dollar company status yeah. to um to keep things fresh and so we do get a lot of repeats of certain things but yes definitely the early versions were very plain and there's been a lot of really cool ones I've kind of steered towards the um, NFT versions the digital versions okay um, only because they had specific characters that would never come out like the in Batman there's uh, Azrael um that came out with they came out with um the batman rebirth there was a a couple of different versions that they didn't have funko forms which i was like i have to have those in my collection and so i went and got them and just recently they actually did the dark knight and they have a selena Kyle one in there yeah are you gonna get get a copy of that i
1: saw it but i i'll be honest with you i didn't get it like i don't get what an nft is (laughs) <laughs> so i didn't really understand that whole concept i wanted yep. it i knew that i wanted it but i just didn't know what it
0: was <laughs> fair enough well if you get so the, the way that it works with with their nft um is that they actually have redeemables you can actually get them as, as a physical version so certain oh, really? nf yeah so they actually have certain nfts that they call redeemables which if you get them there's legendary which are the redeemables there's the grail obviously, you know, which is a single version for each drop that they do. Um, And then they have a royalty. And the royalty one is always usually Freddy Funko as someone who's, like, connected to that, like, that character or that character, depending on on what it is. Um, So the first version was the royalty was Freddy Funko as Batman. And it was, like, the the OG Batman. Okay. And uh, this version... Um, of the, the Dark Knight uh, NFTs that they did, uh, there's the redeemable of Selena Kyle and Bruce Wayne, both as they were at, when they met at the um, the ball. So okay. it's actually got it's actually got her in the dress with the um, the little mask, the little masquerade. Face mask on. Yeah. Yeah, masquerade. Correct, yes. So it's the masquerade version of her and Bruce, and so you can actually get those um, in physical versions, but you need to have you need to actually either in a in a pack you need to open it in a pack or you need to buy off the marketplace the redeemable token or the okay to go for the token so there's a whole thing i i, I won't go into more detail than that because explain all the steps and how to sign up or do it all um but there's lots of information you can find online there's a, a youtube channel called um castlecast um gas and it's g-a-s-t-l-e i'll okay. put a link i'll put a link actually they've got a, a series of videos where they tell people how to um how to sign up and how to how to to, to purchase the nft funko pops i'll put a link to their youtube channel or, or that video um in the description okay. of this for anyone who's interested in checking it out and and if you've got any questions francisco feel free to reach out and i can help you with that as well but perfect thank um, you yeah yeah because it, it what the way i found it is especially with those at the moment i think they're going for i think the last time i saw the selena car ones they're only going for about 40 dollars usd oh, wow. online to buy them off them on the marketplace and the redeemables you can claim your redeemables after the 20th of september uh, okay I believe, um as well for those so uh depending on when this episode comes out it will be not long it may even actually. I think that I'm just because we're re- recording this a little bit ahead of time. I believe that that's around the time that this episode will actually be dropping online. So, okay. um, yeah, but you can actually those tokens even after the redemption time starts you can actually purchase the tokens off on online marketplace or you wait to buy them off eBay later but a lot of the time the markup on these is huge if you can get it for the $40 I'd recommend get it for the $40 up front
1: okay yeah I thought it was uh (laughs) I'm gonna sound a little like dumb but I thought it was kind of like the same thing as uh McFarland did with like the digital like collection I thought it was something like that and that's why I was like I mean do I really want something like that but yeah like I'm
0: gonna check it out it doesn't sound dumb at all I mean look there's you know it can be confusing and there is a lot of it is just like they are literally like card packs that are like a just a digital version of, of like a collectible card um but they do have a collectible element where you can actually get the physical versions um which I think is really cool and that's why I've kind of steered towards that I still get a lot of the the regular drops yeah. And I think I've spent enough time talking about the digital pops, but <laughs> I, I'm happy to help you with that. And um, yeah, Perfect. you can get, if you can get a hold of that Selena Kyle, if you wanted it uh, before we do wrap up though, I just wanted to sort of um, go back and, And sort of talk a little bit more about your collection specifically with your partner's collection are you guys fight like you mentioned about the space do you guys fight for space a lot in in the room and has that collection spilled out into other parts of your house or apartment as well well i've always been with the
1: mentality that you live with your collection so Uh you kind of like have it all over the house uh he's more of the there's a there's a specific place and time for you to collect so (laughs) it's in a room but lately two displays kind of like spilled into the house Mm -hmm. so they're in the house one of them is in our bedroom the other one is just like outside not outside the house but just outside of the room Mm -hmm. um but yes space is sacred pretty much we've Tried uh, putting things on the wall, kind of works, kind of doesn't. But uh, but yes, we're always fighting. And the thing is that, um, well, I mean, I'm pretty sure that you know, as a collector, we pretty much, it's not just one thing that we collect. We collect multiple things of things. Yeah. And so I have a, I have a collection of shoes. I have a collection yeah. of sunglasses. I have a collection <laughs> of like all these different things. And so it, I mean, definitely like it's taking over. <laughs>
0: wow. I, I have a collection of, of shirts that I've collected over the years and, and specifically uh, I, I have many Batman shirts and you can see right now I'm wearing a, a Joker, Jack Nicholson Joker shirt, um, which yes. I only just recently got. Um, but I also have, before I, I started getting Batman shirts wherever I, I saw them, uh, I had tour shirts. a lot of bands because i i played music when i was younger and and so i went to a lot of concerts so i've got a lot of those tour shirts so i've my t-shirt collection i think at last count was somewhere around the 70 t-shirts or so oh
1: wow
0: (laughs) so i i I get i get it where we we do have like multiple collections within our homes it's it's very easy to do (laughs) (laughs) well francisco look i've had a great time chatting with you um thank you very much uh i'll as i said you know, you were very gracious to get on a bit later with me and I know it's getting a bit into your night now. So thank you very much for talking to me. I've had a really great time talking to you. But before I let you go, I always get people to plug their socials. Where can people find you?
1: Um, So it's Catwoman with three Ns at the end
0: uh-huh. and 10, Catwoman 10. Okay, and numerical 10. Yeah, uh, I'll make sure to put the link in the description as well for oh, people Um you. But, yeah, I definitely think people should go over and check out your collection, follow you there, If they, especially. It, it's almost like a little um, pho- photographic repository of, of everything that's come out as Catwoman just about, including the Halle Berry, which I know we don't talk about. But, yes. yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: but I, yeah, I thought so that it would so be, though. like, nice because um, while collecting things, I never really had a place to kind of, like, sort of reference to see what mm-hmm. was out there. So mm-hmm. I said, well, why don't I create that reference? So yes, so it's definitely a reference of everything that's Catwoman, specifically toys, statues, and stuff like that.
0: Nice, nice. All right, well, again, thank you very much for being on the show. And uh, yeah, I had a great time chatting you. hope you have a wonderful night. Thank you, you too. Thank you so much. Another one on the shelf for the collector of collectors and a perfect addition, all puns intended. But hey, as you know, I'm not just collecting collectors now, but also ratings and reviews. So if you want to help the show, then that's a fantastic way to show your support. Thank you for listening, and I look forward to spending time with you again on the next episode.